Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. This episode continues the Cave of Lencross story. Leaving off where Chapter 2 ended, Noah and Kinzo were fleeing from Vito, but they come across a bull giant. Will they be able to escape? Listen, to find out that and more. Chapter 3. Escape. Noah didn't quite know what had just happened, or what was happening. All he knew was he was trapped between Fido and the bull giant cornering him. He's mine, said the bull giant. No, he's mine, Fido yelled back at the bull giant. Noah didn't quite know what to do, but he knew for sure that he had to find a way out before they stopped arguing. Noah then whispered to Kinzo, We got to get out of here. He stopped to check if the two were still arguing. So you go under Fido's legs, and I'll sneak under that huge bull giant thing. So Kinzo and Noah both ran off under both their legs, barely missing their hands reaching for them, and took off running down the cave. Turn right! Kinzo yelled, and then took a sharp turn through the cave while Fido and the bull giant ran close behind them. Come on, Gringe! Fido yelled. Keep up with them! Noah ran even faster while the bull giant named Gringe sped up, charging, getting closer and closer to Noah and Kinzo. Gringe finally caught up with them and grabbed them, smiling an ugly smile at them. Please, no! Noah said, squirming out of Gringe's grip. Take these two to the jail and keep them there forever, Fido said. Sorry, but this is payback, Fido said to Noah as Noah tried to squirm out of Gringe's grip, finally resting in defeat. Gringe went back to the house that was also a jail in the basement and threw them into two separate cells and locked them before they could escape. Oh, no, Noah said after Gringe had left. How am I going to fill the prophecy now? Who knows? Kinzo said with a sad look on his face. Maybe never. Then Kinzo got up and called to see if anyone else was in the prison. Then a few said yes, but they looked very gray as if they'd been there for a while. Then there was one the guy that said, I have the keys if you want them, but they will cost you. Cost us what? said Noah hopeful. Your life, said the man, suddenly morphing into Acrylus. Ha ha ha, the Acrylus said in a horrible voice. You escaped me the first time, but you won't now. You must get through me first, said Kinzo, squeezing past the bars onto the ground into the jail. Then the Acrylus morphed into a wizard and started to throw fireballs at Kinzo. No! Noah yelled, took his dagger out of his belt, and slashed a hole just big enough to get through, and ran beside Kinzo. Pathetic, the Krillis said. By the way, what's your name? Noah asked. Well, I guess you should know the name of the one who killed you, so, Fraser. Fraser Valenbode. Then, quick as a flash, Fraser threw a huge ball of fire at Noah, but Noah countered with a flick of his own dagger that shot out a beam and exploded when it hit the fireball, creating an escape for Noah and Kinzo. They quickly ran up the steps and out the door before even Gringe knew. Before long, everyone was following them, even Fido. Fraser was gaining on them, though, because of his teleportation abilities. Noah and Kinzo ran faster and faster until it looked like their legs were a blur, but yet Fraser still caught up with them and teleported right in front of them. Well, hello, my friends, Fraser said. Ah! Noah yelled. Fraser grabbed him and had a fireball forming in his hands. No! Kinzo yelled as he jumped on top of Fraser, and Fraser fell and hit the ground hard while dropping Noah and blasting Kinzo with his fireball. Noah then got mad 
and flicked his dagger at Fraser, and the beam hit Fraser hard and blasted him away, and then Noah slashed him with his dagger. Fraser was hurt now and stumbled and teleported away. Then Noah ran over to Kinzo and picked him up. Noah ran and ran until he finally came to an abandoned place. He stepped inside and closed the door right when the others were coming. This was where he was going to be able to heal Kinzo if he was still alive. Fortunately, he was, but he looked bad. Thanks for saving my life, Kinzo, Noah said. You're welcome, Kinzo said, coughing up some ash from the fireball that blew up in his face. Don't worry, Noah said. I'll fix you right up. Noah cleaned Kinzo off with a still-running shower and patched him up with some bandages. This should be a good place to rest for a while. Yes, it should, said Kinzo, clearly wanting to chill for some time after his encounter with Fraser. So Kinzo went to a bedroom that looked somewhat beat up, but enough to lay down and rest for a while. Noah went up to a living room to practice his dagger spells on an armor stand. After a while, Noah got tired and Kinzo had just awoke, so they switched places. Then Kinzo himself was tired again and fell asleep on the couch. Little did they know, a small creature the size of Kinzo came in through the window and inspected Kinzo, moved on to Noah. Then the creature tapped Noah twice, scurried back out of the window, and left them alone for quite some time. But after a while, the creature came back with many more of them and left Kinzo alone, but hundreds came in and went to Noah's bedroom. By this time, Kinzo was awoken and, and saw hundreds of little things running to Noah's bedroom, picking him up and heaving through him through the doorway. Hey! Kinzo yelled, and they all dropped Noah, and Noah hit the ground so hard he woke from his long sleep. What just happened? Noah said sleepily. Those creatures were trying to carry you away, Kinzo said. Then, all at once, the creatures whispered and ran out of the windows all the way to a locked-off dark cave. One of the creatures had a key and opened it up, and all the others ran in. Then, they closed it as fast as they could. Why were those creatures trying to take me? Noah asked Kinzo. Well, it sure looked like they all ran into Fraser's cave by the looks of it. Oh, no, Noah said. They were probably reporting that I was in this abandoned shack. This is bad, Kinzo said, pacing the floor. We need to get out of here fast before Fraser himself comes, not just his little minions. Yes, said Noah, but we also need a plan, because next time we move spots, he'll send us a bigger and stronger and worse minions. So began their escape plan to lure Fraser out of the cave so they could stop him once and for all. Noah had a map of the cave he found on the ground in the shack and drew out the plans to where to go, so hopefully lure Fraser out of the cave. I hope this will work, Noah said after they finally finished drawing up the plans for the downfall of Fraser the Quillis. Me too, Kinzo said. But let's get moving before he comes here himself and kills us for good this time. Yes, Noah said as they opened the door quietly to sneak out at night so no one would see them sneaking around. This is it, Kinzo whispered. No turning back now. So at that point, they ran down the path until they made it to another abandoned shack. Their plan was to get Fraser's goons to follow them and report back to him until they were all the way to the entrance of the cave, when Fraser himself would come out there and there would be a battle between Fraser and the dark side and Noah and Kinzo and the light side. Now all they had to do was wait until Fraser's goons came. What should we do? Noah asked Kinzo. I don't know said Kinzo. I guess we never thought about how long it would take for Fraser's goons to come after us. Yeah, I guess not, 
said Noah, but right now they could hear footsteps coming up and creatures talking to one another. I think they're in here, one said. Yeah, let's go check, said another th softer-voiced one. The two slowly opened the door, and Noah and Kinzo quickly hid in the best spots they could. They could hear and see the creatures moving around the objects. And Noah popped out of his hiding spot and aimed his dagger at the two individuals and said, Who's there? This concludes Chapter 3, Escape, from the Cave of Lencross story. If you enjoyed this story or any of our other stories on the podcast, please leave a review and share your experience for others to see. This podcast features the song A Dinner and a Rabbit by Mute Stare, available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License. We hope you enjoyed this episode from the Stories from the Woods podcast, and as always, continue to listen to our next episode.